going on? Uh, we are the Permanent Relegation Podcast. Typically, we do this show on a Tuesday, so if you're normally here on a Monday, you don't hear us. Yeah, we're, you're, you're getting broadcast out through there, too. Um, uh, we do a podcast just every other just Tuesday. <laughs> just got real. <laughs> uh, where we talk to um, pretty much anybody who will actually come on the show and talk to us. For some reason, we've convinced the, the PR guy from uh, um, Indy 11 that uh, we can have kind of like free reign, basically, on anybody we want to have, so... For some reason, we talk to a lot of players, staff, things like that. If you want to follow along through Twitter, you can follow us at PR Podcast Show. I am Andy. This is Chris. Chris over here as usual. What's my name? Reading the Twitter. (laughs) Right. Uh, We're going to get to our guest here in just a second, but we got some particulars. Yeah, they're going through social media. That's right. The Mighty Ducks. We got the Mighty Mighty Ducks Ducks, from this guy over here. Yeah. Every now and then, then you got some good ones. You get some good ones. Um. So, a couple of things going up. For anybody who's an Indy 11 fan, there is an open uh, preseason game at Grand Park on the 23rd uh, against Butler. So, if you guys want to come out to Grand Park and watch uh, your Indy 11 come play, you can go out there. It's free. Is it free to the public, John? Uh, five bucks. $5 to the public. You can either get a foot long or you can go watch some, so, some uh, good soccer. Yeah, sorry. Which game? The, the Grand game. Park one. Okay. Okay. All right, so the Butler game is free. For those of you who are going down to Evansville on Wednesday, they're playing down in Evansville as well. That's $5. The one in Grand Park is free. So (laughs) Yes. And then there is a, for those of you with kids, you can come out to Off the Wall in Carmel on the 28th for a kids meet and greet, which is always really cool. So uh, we might bring our kids. I don't know. I'll be in in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. You'll be in in Hot Atlanta. I'll be in Hot Atlanta. And, of course, the uh, Indy 11... Uh, gala is on the 26th, which is a Saturday, and tickets are on sale. They're fifty dollars. Uh, it's a great, uh, it's a great experience. We got to actually show our guests uh, the video of. Uh, I don't want to show them. I want them to just not know what's going to happen. <laughs> we'll be at the gala. They don't even know what's happening. They're at, fully answering in. questions, <laughs> asking questions. Yeah, they got to they got to order their beer. Yep. Let's let them do that. Yes, so you can use uh, hashtag BYBcast to ask any kind of questions, anything that you'd like. We're live on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you rate and subscribe us on iTunes. Uh, we're starting to go up the charts on iTunes. <laughs> I'm a little under the weather today, too, so I, I'm, I'm going to leave a lot of the talking to you. No, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, our guests this evening, two new members of the Indy 11. I mean, we went really young. Yes, we've With got the young guys. we got the young guys on the team. <laughs> the young bucks, they're coming in. They really want to prove themselves. Yes, the 30s table is yes, at the house. the 30s table. Dude. We're all here. Right. I'm only 24. <laughs> and you got this guy who's 45 over here. but <laughs> Dude, 24 over there is like 45 over here. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> all right, Nikki Patterson and Colin Falvey. Falvey, right? Falvey, yeah. Falvey. Falvey. Yeah, I know. It's not as tough as listen, I get it. I, I get it. That you're Irish, but I swear to God, as I listen to you talk, all I can think of is, and, it, and yes, it's my American ears, it's Tom Hardy. Dude, Tom Hardy. That you're like, no, it's, it's he's got the, it's the tone. Of- no, <laughs> I do. I kind of want to hear him talk like the entire time because I, I like Tom that. Hardy. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, welcome to Indianapolis. Thank you. Thanks. And you guys have known each other for a while. Unfortunately. Too long. Unfortunately. <laughs> So that's, I, I think that was one of the first things that I wanted to kind of get to is that you guys have played on th- 
now this is what your third team together? Yeah. Fifteen continents. No. <laughs> I think coaches now realise that if we play together, they usually will be successful. So whatever one of us goes, the other one seems to. Who was signed first? Now this is like twins. Who came out first? This is the first time he's been signed first. <laughs> <laughs> so did you? Did you get? Did you like? Hey, we got to bring Nikki too. Uh, this is what's got to happen. It's funny. Uh, we actually have the same agent, so. Um, well, that makes sense. No, uh, when Tim, I, I signed first this time round, and Tim, Tim Hankinson, the coach, uh, obviously asked my opinion on Nicky, and uh, I tried my best to make sure he didn't sign him, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it obviously went the other way, but uh, no, I'm glad he's here. Top player, top guy, so going to be successful again, hopefully. Do you feel like it's easier when you get to a new team that you've got somebody that you know and you're pretty close? I mean, I don't know how close you guys are. But uh, based off some Twitter rants that I've seen between the two of you, but uh, <laughs> it's, been a it's yeah, it's friendly <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, it's friendly enough. But is it a little bit easier to kind of get acclimated with a new team uh, if you have uh, a former co? I mean, I co-worker? think I think soccer or football. I think soccer in in, uh, in the US is quite a small world compared to some of the other sports, and I think it definitely you you already probably know a few guys on every team you you, you join, but. If you know a few of the guys, it, it helps the transition better as well. And there's nothing worse than going to a new team with 20 guys all speak different languages, different backgrounds, and it takes months to gel as a team. Right. If you already know guys and how they play on the field, it's good. But off the field, we're obviously really good friends as well. So that definitely helps. Oh, definitely. Along with just what he said, it's, it's much easier that way. Um, no, but. In this job, you kind of get used to everybody fairly quickly because you're around each other 24/7. So yeah. it's, it's not not as hard as transition as, as people think. But um, yeah, it definitely makes it easier when you know one or two familiar faces. So so tell us this dynamic for those that don't know how to because obviously you can go on Wikipedia and we can learn your past. That's everybody. You can learn <laughs> everything you've ever done in any country. So hopefully don't ever. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the internet is a scary place, bro. Yeah, scary place. Tell us how this dynamic came about. Where did you guys meet, and how did you build this uh, this uh, friendship, <laughs> partnership? Um, newlywed game, right? <laughs> if I said Guinness, no, yeah, just kidding. Yeah. what would you say? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, That's kind of how it started. Yeah. <laughs> it was a couple of pints and done. Well, I was in I was in Charleston, uh, and obviously then Nikki came uh, a year after. Was it? Following year. following year, yeah, and uh, we were actually supposed to live live with each other um, his first year in Charleston, and uh, unfortunately, in that time <laughs> away from home, he met his lovely wife. Which, uh, <laughs> oh, that was a year later. <laughs> oh, sorry, um, but no, yeah, we became very, very good friends. Obviously, the Scottish Irish connection helped, yeah. and uh, you know, we, we like. Both sports Celtic, uh, a lot of a lot of connections there. So, um, see, I'm more of a Hearts of Mithlovian kind of guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're having a good year. <laughs> no, no, I made a joke about this because in FIFA, I had to, my creative player. I had to come up through the Scottish premiere, and I was like, I guess I'm gonna be on Hearts. So it was like when I saw it play with Motherwell, I was like, God, that was one team that like I just could never <laughs> score against. I don't know why because they're not good. But it was just one. No, <laughs> no, they're not. He's like, and my yeah. creative player just couldn't anyway. So it's just funny because it's like, oh, hey, there you go. So, but go, going back to what you said, yep. um, I think it went even further back than that for us too. Because when we both, well, when I came out of college and when he first came over to the States, we played against each other. Uh, I was at Harris Park, he was at Wilmington. And I think that's when the mutual respect kind of came yep. because the two of us are 
players that like to have fun off the field, but yeah. when they were on the field, were pretty serious guys and, and competitors. We want to win, and like I hated playing against this guy. Yeah, just the same way, you know, like just the way it was. But it, yeah. it, it, you kind of that's how you essentially make friends in the soccer world. So when we found out I was coming to Charleston, he'd already been there, and we started to talk, and then it was like. I was like, where do you live? I live downtown. That sounds good. All right, let's live together. And I had to wait a little bit in my visa kind of going through. And another lad ended up moving in, but it didn't really stop us hanging out. Right. Straight away, we became He slept friends. on my sofa for that whole season, actually. Oh, you were the guy on the couch. Well, <laughs> we've, all, we've all had <laughs> the guy on the couch. I've been guy on the couch for a while. <laughs> but uh, no, it was, I had the best of both worlds because I could live... I could live downtown when I wanted to, but I could go back home to the apartments yeah. when I wanted to yeah, also. That's true. Yeah. But no, we, we became very close in, in Charleston and then uh, obviously that just carried on the last five, six years, whatever. Yeah. It's quite funny actually, after the Charleston thing, Nicky obviously went the other way a year before me and uh, they were all, they were looking for a centre back at the time and obviously Nicky uh, put my name forward and more or less uh, push that move to happen uh, and likewise kind of similar situation coming to Indy so it's 1-1 one, one, <laughs> one, one, uh, for the time being so yeah see you guys I look quite happy here for now yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well it's probably because the weather is a lot like home and the, for right the, now like, <laughs> it's yeah. the weirdest place ever my first day I got sunburned two days later it snowed and now it just looks like Scotland again. Like. Yeah, well, it's what they say in Indiana. If you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes. And it'll, it'll change, change for you. Yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, one of the things that um, we talked about chemistry already, and somebody that's already mentioned it on Twitter as a question, uh, this is... Uh, oh, if you're listening, actually, that follow, uh, we actually have to tweet, uh, message back to that. So we haven't got room to that yet. We haven't what? We haven't answered his question, if that's what you're talking about. Oh, no, th this, this is actually from a guy named Adam Hollenbaugh. Okay. Uh, oh, his, Adam, yeah. His, uh, his, his, well, his, his Twitter handle is actually a hole twenty three twenty three. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, the the uh, question for him is: with so much turnover, uh, roster turnover, how do you feel like the team is coming together? Obviously, you guys are new, but you kind of mentioned that with soccer, you guys are with each other, you know, almost twenty four seven, especially in the preseason. I mean, for me, I think Andy's doing what Ottawa did last year. Um, there was a lot of turnover. A good sign. <laughs> there was a lot of turnover yes, in Ottawa's squad from year one to year two. Right. They kind of get rid of half the team that were maybe a little bit younger, a little bit less proven on the field, right. and brought in some experience and good signings. Whereas Indy's done that this year. They kept a lot of good guys from last yeah. year, and they brought. I mean, and the average age has obviously went up, but yep. so is the experience. And guys have right. won a lot of titles and stuff. So, for me personally, on paper, at the very least, the squad looks really, really good. And yeah. So far, the squad seems to have came together pretty well, but it's, it's, it's early days. It's always hard to tell in pre-season because everyone's at different stages. There's little yeah. injuries. There's those that I don't right. think you can really tell until you've played three or four games. How Conditioning and such. People yeah. on different levels as well. Yeah. I think I think the gaffer got it spot on with the uh, you know bringing in uh, players at a good age. I think. Uh, in their prime. In their, their prime. prime. Yeah, in their prime. <laughs> right. So when you turn 30 in, Scott, uh, in soccer, all of a sudden you become a veteran. Right. I've been yeah. getting killed for this for like two months. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I think he's brought in guys who I think you know how to get the job done along with the yeah. ones, uh, obviously he's kept the ones that he's wanted. Um, and I think I think the balance he's got right. So I think, yeah. I think we're in for a successful year. Otherwise, to be honest, None of us would have came here if we didn't believe in right. what, what the gaffer and the club were trying to, trying to uh, achieve. 
Yeah, I mean, when you look at you look at Ottawa last year, I think outside of the organization, you looked at NASL and you kind of looked at Ottawa. You figured, okay, you kind of figured who's going to be the top in the league where it was, and then you guys just went on a tear. I, Ottawa just they just took off, and you go, I didn't see that one coming. Actually, it was like it was a gel. It was a bit. See, you guys probably saw this. A lot of people say that. Oh, we never yeah. seen that coming. But for us, it happened very early on because after like four games in the spring. Yeah. We'd, we'd a, a period where we did the Amway Cup as well. Yep. And it was so early in the season, we picked up tons of injuries. We played every few games, which almost came too early. And then all of a sudden, we went on a, a five game where we didn't concede any goals. And the goals weren't quite coming yet, but everybody could see what was starting to get to get built. And then all of a sudden, a goal went in, and another goal went in. And all of a sudden, it was, it just, it did take off, you know? I, He's not really Irish, is he? What the, I mean, what the, the hell is going, going on? <laughs> I mean, it's Strongbow. It's Strongbow. It makes sense. Yeah, Strongbow and Ice. It's yeah, apple juice. Well, He's got some apple juice. Yeah, it's, You're just yeah, drinking some cider. apple juice. Yeah, because it's cider. That's true. I had to think about what you actually order. I'm like, the hell is going on? <laughs> so we only do this back home on a Sunday because you have beer on the Saturday, and then on a Sunday you need to obviously recover. <laughs> so you can drink it It's got it's got 100 percent vitamin C. I'm good to go. Ten percent juice. I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah. So okay, and that's and after kind of talking the uh, the last show when we talked with Ursal and Jeff, it was one of those where kind of seeing the chemistry, bringing particular pieces for a reason in, and it's good because you have a couple different connections that are on here, and it starts with that small little pieces, players that play near each other and know each other. Obviously, the chemistry is everything because you can bring in all the money, and we talked about that as well. Is obviously, I hear one of you may be a Barcelona guy. No, good. Oh, thank God. Andy was saying this, and I was like, oh, my Never God. Okay. As a real guy, that's a team that just throws money at problems. <laughs> just throw money. It doesn't matter about the chemistry. It's like, okay, fire the coach. We're not playing well. Well, you brought in a bunch of guys that can't play together. But so you could throw a bunch of money and get top-end talent, but you find those teams, and Barcelona happens to be one of the best examples of that, a chemistry thing. They get players that just play well yeah, together. Yeah, but they still spend money. Well, absolutely. <laughs> but I'm saying you can take a top end. You, you find a team that has better chemistry will beat a lot of times, can beat a team with a lot of talent and zero chemistry. And you I see, see, it, see, you that. see it in the NASL. I think the NASL is yeah. one of the leagues where that happens every yep. year. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, it's, it's easy to say, but in Ottawa there was an identity. The coach, before there was even a team, because that was the first well, yeah, yeah, you were and first signing, weren't you? very early on, and he was like, this is how we're going to play. This is what the wingers are going to be like. This is what the forwards are going to be like. And that's what happened. He could then go out there and say, for the budget that I have, what, what, who can I get in that yeah. sort of style? Now, obviously, if you're paying somebody small money, you're going to, you're not going to get a Ronaldo-type player. Right, and I think right. you've got to be realistic about that. I think that's where a lot of fans are like, 0-0 or yeah. forward with a couple of bad touches. You're going to get that. Yeah. Although this is a still a very, very good level. But right. I think this year... From, from what I can see so far, the coach has decided how he wants to play and he's tried to get the best possible pieces for that system and I think that definitely that definitely helps. Do you see you don't have to go out and sign a Raul to try to have success in the NASL? No, he's past it now. <laughs> Collins over here like, what? They signed me. I yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Did you see this guy's tackle against Raul last year? <laughs> I saw the... Uh, That's why I retired right there. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I am done. That's it. Hi. <laughs> uh, with players like that, we've, we've talked to a lot of players, especially with uh, bigger names that come into the NASL. Is that something, and I know it's something that's good for the league, but when you guys are playing against these guys, is there a little bit of a chip on your shoulder where you're like, oh, these guys are coming in here just collecting a paycheck, and I'm going to go and 
take their legs out from under them. <laughs> For me, it doesn't bother. Honestly, it doesn't sure. bother me. Um, it's easy to say, but I, I, I just try to play as I as I play in any other game. To be honest, uh, yeah, it's obviously a little bit of an extra incentive if you uh, know the, who the guy is. Maybe he's got a big background that gives you an extra yard in your step or something like that. But um, you're goading him into a Conor McGregor answer here. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he just wants to see it. He wants to see it. <laughs> Okay, who it is? Anyway, anytime, any place. I'll fight them all. <laughs> I think you'll find we play. The both of us play with a chip on our shoulders. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there may be some guys that go. Why is there that? Was, there was guys that we played with last year. Yeah. That for sure before the game, were like, oh, we get to play against Rio, and we're sitting there going, "Who gives you a shit? chance? Just go <laughs> yeah. through them." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so. so when you say you have a, you play with a little chip, what, where does that come from? Why? I think, especially just from back home. Back home, you get yeah. brought up in a certain culture like when we were 15 16 17 coming through the pro setup yeah you have to wash boots you have to do jobs you're, you're looking up to the older guys you're scared of them you don't want to even yeah. look at them you know what i mean whereas young guys nowadays get treated like 10-year pros so i think we just have a little bit of a different culture a little bit of a different background that makes you like that. i'll always remember my uh debut in the league of Ireland. uh yeah i came off the bench someone got injured um and the forward smashed my nose with an elbow first ball yeah. and I remember the centre half playing alongside me he was 35 at the time literally picked me up and he said sink or swim son sink or swim <laughs> oh my god <laughs> how, old, how old were you at this point 2019 yeah. 20 years of age or something like that but I remember it stuck in my head and that's I think that's just the way it is at home and, um, it's a good tattoo it's, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I think it's just the way we are where we brought up and uh, I think for me, I know I was only talking to somebody the other day about this. If I lose that in my game, I won't. And same as Nicky, why not? We won't be. We would 100% not be the same player. And uh, if I ever do lose that, it's time for me to throw away the boots. You know, so it's like you lose your edge. What's the point of playing anymore? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think the two of us are very bad losers, as you'll probably <laughs> see also. And I think when you well, don't hopefully they don't lose. have to see that a lot this year. No, and I think <laughs> I think especially at home, that's something that has to be has to be one of the most important things this year because. If you've got 10,000 people coming to selling out stadiums, you need to put on something for them. You can't expect a 0-0 or losing 2-0 every week because they just stop turning up. And if we want to build something big here, which I really think it could be, then yeah. you need to get results at home. It's simple. This this is the third year now with the club, I think, from, from the club standpoint. And the coach and the coaches actually said this to us. It's, yeah, the fans have been great turning up, but now it's time for uh, a little bit of you know payback, show, show some reward. quality, a yeah. reward. Um, on the field, and uh, that's, that's we know that we know there's a little bit of pressure coming on us this year yeah. to actually achieve something. And uh, but we're going to embrace it. I'm looking forward to it. And I think definitely uh, it was one of the, when we came down here and played last year. It, it, most players around the league uh, was excited to come here and play because we always knew it was going to be a sellout, good crowd, yeah. good crowd and good atmosphere. So we took care of that problem for you this year. We just uh, made sure season tickets. Like a quarter of what they were last year. We're gonna give you about twenty five hundred and build it back up to ten. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, looking at me. He's going. Gluter's like, this is not official stats from the NLA, in eleven. John. He's not no, no, but I think listen. That's that's the thing. If you win the first couple of games in the season, and all of a sudden there's a huge buzz. You know what I mean? Right. So it doesn't matter how many people are there the first night. We'll, the results are going to be well, there. And according to Damon Zaid, he's only here to put bums in the seats anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Eamon, Eamon's the big signing from the, this year. He's the, the only DP in, in the NSL. 
By the way, he likes to be known as the Big Z. The Big, oh, Z, the Big Z. Z. Okay. Well, uh, I'll yeah. remember that when he comes that's in. That's his here. favorite one. He said the Big Z. The Big Z. Oh man, you're setting us up for something awful. Here, <laughs> so, when he comes on back, I hear you like to be called the Big and Z. And instantaneously this is, done. This is fact. Quote from him. Asked him what he actually wasn't he happy that he wasn't, he wasn't invited to me. He said, he "Okay, was, here's the other thing too. We tried to get that's that's a colluder blame because yeah, but you got to go through his manager. You know, he, yeah, Eamon's got a lot of obviously people. he's a big enough name to come on the show <laughs> himself. <laughs> I think I think the funny thing too is that you guys. You know, you got two Irish and a Scottish guy. Just it equals out, though. Go. <laughs> oh man! See, it's exactly what I'm talking about. I like it because I think I think one of the things that there was there's a lot of there's been a lot of really heavy personality uh, in the last couple of years, but nobody really like what you guys have had even just in the preseason, especially just watching on social media. You mentioned it earlier where you guys kind of crack up and you have a lot of fun and you seem like you guys really enjoy doing what you do. It's funny you said that because uh, I think actually one of the reasons why we were successful in Ottawa last year as a team, that we had so many big characters in the dressing room. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's a big thing in football. You need you need yeah. some, uh, some big characters in there because there is going to be times in the season where you're going to hit a rough patch and uh, you've got to make sure you've got big enough characters to come oh, through yeah. that. Yeah. And, I think already, yeah, we've definitely there's definitely some <laughs> some candidates in our locker room, that's for sure. And who are they? Who, other other than you guys, of course. Other big than Z. the big Z. Yeah, other than the big Z. <laughs> He's in a category on his own, though. He's Gorka's Gorka's Gork. a character also. Gorka and his satchel. I mean, where's his satchel everywhere? Really? Yeah. Like Indiana Jones? And he's got an Indiana Jones hat as well. Actually. Oh, that's right. You said that. Okay. Don't right. ever call it a European his, man bag. You better call it a satchel. He's got, got his own YouTube channel. Check that out. Actually. Wow. Oh, well then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, check out Gorka's YouTube channel. All right. Big Bushy's a character. Spanish Bushy not YouTube not slash. Not Big Bushy, but Bushy. Okay. <laughs> um, Bushy Sini. Uh, when he goes, when Sini goes into one of his Serbian runs, it's quite hilarious. <laughs> Cini and Vuko, I have no idea what they're saying um, to each other, but it's good. So, I got to ask because when you kind of get into the character wise, so a guy who's a little more quiet on there, but are either one of you big movie guys? Yeah, I like yeah. movies. Are. Have you gone to a movie with Dragon yet? Has Dragon asked you to go to a movie yet? No, he hasn't. Because Dragon goes to like probably four movies a week when he's not practicing. He's seen every movie that's ever been. <laughs> At any time, basically, once you leave practice, assume Dragon is off watching a movie. <laughs> it's funny you said that, actually, because I lived with him for the first five days in a hotel. Uh, with two of us had a room together when we first got here. And then and you he saw the bill, and it was like, rental, rental. He <laughs> must have watched, like, seven movies <laughs> in a row one day. It's funny you brought that up. Yes. I said to him, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm watching a movie. I was like, that's your sixth one today. <laughs> Right. I mean, that's exactly he's what a, he's, he's a great kid, though, but he's... I haven't watched a movie since I had my son eight months ago, so I yep. can tell you what's happening in the world. To be <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. We're not sure if it's his yet. But... <laughs> it <laughs> it kind of looks like you, right? He's a good-looking boy. <laughs> the big Z. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's definitely not the big Z. <laughs> <laughs> my missus wouldn't go there. <laughs> oh, and I heard that uh, you recently are, uh, are officially a driver in the United States as well. Congratulations. Yeah. How did you get around previously? Just illegally. <laughs> As the fi there's no Fisher's cops in here. It's okay. <laughs> no, I mean I'd always drove, but it was always the club kind of provided the car. It was always like a rental or a sure. through somebody, yeah. and always the Scottish license. Then I went to Canada and played for a few years, and they basically take your UK license and just give you a free Canadian license yeah. when you get there. 
you're like, oh, so, uh, I here I had to do another written test, a driving test, go to the BMV about 17 times. And then yeah, how was your Indiana them. BMV experience? Uh, <laughs> it's a male comment. They are a partner of Indy 11. <laughs> Fantastic experience to go through. This is why we never invite Colluder. He no, just kind of shows up. Leave the scarf. Leave the scarf. Uh, I didn't even uh, know he was there. Yeah, I know. Now you can say whatever like you want. I like that he, he just got a beer and then he just left. Exactly what lovely he said. sweater vest. He yeah, told me. We, we've, got a, we've got to pay for it. I think that's why you left. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> I see how it is. Good to see you, bud. You forgot to pay your beer. <laughs> yep. That man is walking out on his check. <laughs> Fishers, <laughs> Fishers, please get him. <laughs> anyway, um, God, sorry, that just totally that's threw us all off. That's, that's what happens. We 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 tangent off into just craziest. So, uh, kind of rounding back when you we were talking about having the personalities, but also hating to lose, being sore losers. It, it's here's some of the most successful athletes, period, in the world, and those that have had success. They you always hear them say the same thing. I hate the feeling of losing more than the feeling of winning. Like I hate to lose more than I love to win because it, it's winning is great. But when I lose, I know that either we didn't execute. Maybe I didn't leave it all out there. There's something that could have been done. And I hate that feeling. I think it's for me and Colin, I know we're the same. I share the same opinion. We're kind of work hard, play hard type of guys. And if you, if you work your ass off all week, and you, you play the game and you win, then you enjoy a couple of beers and you blow off steam and then you start again the, the next yeah. game. Or sometimes you have a midweek game, you have to pick and choose your times. But if you lose, you're not even interested in doing anything. You don't want to talk to anyone, you know. And <laughs> having a son and stuff helps. You just can't that. compare. You can't compare the two feelings. It's, right. it's for me, it's miserable. Miserable. Yeah. It's, right. I think that's what they're saying. Is exactly like I don't want that feeling. Like, so I, just I arrange that. a yeah. night out for after every home game. <laughs> <laughs> You said you said having a son kind of levels it out too, and you, and you're, you know, when you have a kid, it's like, yeah, you're the losing sucks and everything like that, but you're like, hey, I got, I got this. Co- I created this life. <laughs> well, that's the I thing. Created I, life. He's created three of them. So if I lost, uh, <laughs> that he knows about. If I, uh, yeah, he's paying for. It. <laughs> well, two of my daughters are are teenage now, so mm. that it's painful. All the best with that. Very painful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's. You're a new father, first. Yes. What's the now that you're still an athlete and you're still training all the time? How is that work-life balance? I guess um, different for you now because it's just your first year playing as a dad, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I had, I had my son eight months ago, so it was June of last year. And uh, to be to be perfectly honest, I think to be able to be a pro athlete and, and raise a family, you need to have a a strong wife and my wife is second to none in that department she's she's unbelievable we just went to arizona for nine days we literally moved into a house the day before oh wow so i left her in the lux you know in the deep end and <laughs> and she dealt with it, you know and that's that's huge and last year i don't know if you guys are aware i tore my acl also yeah. literally the day after i had my son yeah. <laughs> so i mean it was like you see it, your poor wife I know. I know. Oh my god! She literally had had a baby, a forty-hour labor, and two days later drove me for an MRI. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, it's the thing is, you come home after after practice, Woman. or if you come home after a game or something, and you've lost. Usually, my wife would be like, "Cheer up" or whatever. And sometimes it would change my mind. Sometimes it wouldn't. But when you've got a son, and they just they don't know the difference, right? right. So, like, if you come in and you be mad, you're taking something away from from them that they don't deserve, and that's kind of like. 
it's almost made me grow up a little bit in that sense, but wow. still doesn't make me want to lose any anymore. <laughs> right. So does it make it that much? Uh, well, now, less now I'm playing for my son. You know, now I want to make him proud, and I want to be play play soccer as well. So yeah, I want to see as many wins as possible. So you get like what six, seven? I mean, do you know Colin's the seventh son of a seventh son? What? An island that's that's like, like Braveheart shit right there. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Suppose, supposedly, I'm uh, meant to have mystical pose. Oh, really? That's what she said. <laughs> well, <laughs> so your number needs to be seven, then? Uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, actually, I've, I've won squad number 32 all my career. So yeah, that's how many kids he has. 32. 32. I was going to say, I was gonna say, just all around. You just yeah, I wonder why he keeps moving continents. <laughs> that's, that's like, it's cheaper this week. <laughs> If you don't have a, a country of residence, they can't get you for child support, right? He's not paid tax since 91. Oh, man. <laughs> so much for the BNB comment. Now we're, getting, now we're throwing Colin under the bus for IRS tax evasion. The great extra. So, so 32. So why 32? It was just my first uh, number. Okay. Uh, didn't have any significance. Just, just they gave it to It was like young rec league, and they just threw it to you. You're like, 32. Looks good. All right. I like it. So just kept it, yeah. Okay. Any significance for you on a number? I've been number eight for about 10 years. Growing up, Steven Gerrard was my favorite player, although okay. I wasn't really a Liverpool guy. I just liked him. And, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty much well, like Yeah, you eight. should probably keep it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. so that was one of my first questions to the coach when I signed. Hey, it's available, right? Well, yeah, Cleverson's no gone, so. Yeah, that's funny because, no, I've been eight since I was in Little League. Uh, my last name's Ball. And so it's always just like, you know, C-ball or eight ball. Yeah, that period. Like, just roll through. So, yeah, and it's funny. Like, every creative character I've ever done has been number eight. Every sport I've ever played has been number eight. That's just I think it was do, always, so. when I was younger, it was just the position I played. I was like a yeah. box-to-box yeah. midfielder. midfielder. I just always had it. Got to take it back to technical. First, okay. We had like, squad numbers for training, but it was always one through 11 back in the day, but yeah. it was one through right. 11. It seems like forever ago since that was the case. But yeah, I just kind of get used to it, and I'm pretty superstitious, and that yeah. was it. We like to we like to kind of go through that journey too of like the, take us to the journey. Yes, take us to the journey. <laughs> Not the sushi restaurant on 96th Street. Um, but, um, you plug in for that one. <laughs> I don't even know where that one came from. Actually, that's so bad. Sometimes I, I have no idea. It's okay, yeah. dude. It's uh, a it's a weird place up in here. Um, the was it always going to be soccer since? birth i mean did you have yeah. any yeah so oh, any hurling. no hurling oh there was yeah and then uh my dad thought it wasn't a great idea for me to be running around with a stick <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah let's take let's take whatever weapon out of his hands and just make him use his feet yeah so <laughs> i think so. it's very different at home than it is here because you grow up here and there's endless opportunities and the money's definitely not in office and everything else sure um but for us it's everybody wants to play soccer if you're heavy or you're bigger you maybe play rugby if you can't you, play soccer or you play on goal or you play center back but let like, the record know that he just wanted to call every uh every, yeah. every uh every now and again he's good for one yeah. <laughs> oh my god but yeah i mean for I like it i think most uh soccer players will play golf as well maybe in their spare time or yeah something else you know what i mean but it for or drinks. Yeah, for the most part, it's, it's soccer's the only was, sport back home. So golf is, I mean, it's obviously the birthplace of, of the sport there. So, I mean, did you grow up playing golf as well? I play golf. It's, Do you still play? Still play, yeah. 
Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Now you're getting. He's like, hey, you want to go out? You decent eight ball? No, man. I, I play. I'm not as much as uh, as our our past guest. Um, oh, Christian? No. Christian plays a lot. No, 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 no. Um, oh my gosh, other keeper. Keith. No. Oh no. no, John Dawson. Yeah, John Dawson. Back then, John <laughs> Dawson was as much as Dragon would leave practice. <laughs> Dawson would leave practice, and he would go play eighteen or thirty-six holes every day. Yeah, he would just play. in a week. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was gonna say you're probably not gonna have a lot of time for this. So I mean, with everything you just laid out there, you should probably be home for next. Yes, please. Another Guinness. Yes, please. Every uh, every two weeks we'll have a double session. Yeah. It's training that. And yeah, they'll be on the golf right. course. That's well, and that's a, at this point now. I'm uh, my schedule has changed dramatically, so I've had to spend the last two years just trying to find random times to play. But it's like once you if you find the itch to play, it's 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 a different game than anything. I grew up as a bowler as yes. well, so bowling here and golf and bowling for me are, are very similar because you can drink beer. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right, you can drink beer, but it's not you against whoever you're playing with. I don't give a damn what you're doing. However you play is is no has no effect on me. Where versus playing soccer or anything else, no, you can directly affect the way that I play, but it's me versus either nature or versus that oil pattern, and it's all <laughs> mental. It's all mental in here. So I, I think I really like those because it's. I always find I'm my worst enemy and my worst opponent. So if I can beat myself, then I go, all right, that sounds weird. See, my no. dad always said to me, obviously I always wanted to play soccer as well, and yeah. he said, look, I want you to take up something that's individual also, like golf or tennis. And yeah. Tennis is a bit more yeah. English, to be honest. But <laughs> golf, um, golf is a sport where <laughs> yeah. Didn't really know how to put that one, but <laughs> no, golf is. is always you only really play golf seasonally in Scotland. Yeah. I mean, nobody's playing if it's if it's cold for the most part. But, but yeah, it's a game where you can switch off, you can get out some frustration and it's pretty fun for me also. So. Speaking of, I think they have a uh, indoor golf uh, thing they're going to be building in Fishers. Yes, like uh, uh, you able year. to go. Yes, basically you have a waitress. They come, they bring you drinks, they bring you food, and it's got an entire. It's, like a it's bunch indoor. Of golf, yeah, it just basically yeah. There's like, one in Glasgow already. Oh it's man, crazy. yeah. What is it called? It's called. Uh, it's called. It's not Golf World or something. It's some major chain that's across the country. Pitch and put. Kind of top golf. Is it top golf? I think it's top golf. Basically, and it's giant screens, and you play an entire 18 uh, indoor, but they bring in, you have a giant party in there. The only hard thing is, it's pretty realistic, apart from the putt. Right. Yes. From what I've heard. Like, yeah. So, what are you, do you guys have other sports that you follow? I mean, what are your, first off, what's your club that you guys usually, do you guys both follow the same club? Celtic. Celtic? So, um, Celtic, obviously, with the Irish connection, is just, you're just, but no, I actually grew up like supporting Newcastle. Okay. Uh, my older brother. <laughs> Sorry, it's up stuff. You all right? <laughs> you need another Guinness? <laughs> I don't like the championship, so I don't follow those small yeah. teams. <laughs> wow. Good okay. Lord. All right. Well, all right. Pretty poor at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> and they lost just take it. Today, huh? Yeah, they lost today. But actually, it was probably the only time I've ever being okay with them losing because I actually want Leicester to win the league very badly. I, I'm, a United, the sake, I'm a United guy and I want to see Leicester win. I think the whole of fo- football does because I think I think they've been great to watch and I yes. think it just... They deserve it, man. Yeah, there, there, was a, there was an amazing goal on that game today, too. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah, great finish. But it's just... Um, if they win it for me, it'd be like a big... FU to right. the all the United money in the Man City. It'd be a big FU to the way football has gone. Sure. Can you imagine Leicester in the Champions League group? 
Leicester Dude. against Madrid. Leicester against. They Boston. just interviewed the coach uh, the other day, and he's like, "Well, we're just trying for a Europa spot. That's all we're really trying yeah, to do." Yeah. <laughs> like, sure, you are, buddy. You're not looking at the top. We're going to make sure that you guys have that spot. Actually, he's doing a good job. You have that. He's doing a good job. You look at that Leicester team. They've had virtually the same starting eleven the whole season. They've yeah. got an identity. They know how. They don't change just because they're home or away. They play the yeah. same way. Yeah. I think too many teams will. See, that's how Wolfsburg's been, though, this past year. So Wolfsburg, a lot of people, if, if you're not a big Bundesliga guy, you, you, you know the, the big clubs there. But then Wolfsburg comes in, and they're really, really good. And they, they put it on some people, and you go, oh, well, how are they going to do in Champions League? <laughs> and then the round of 16, and you go, oh, well, huh. So this for me, <laughs> Leicester plays in a style, again, not a ton of money in there. They have some good talent. But again, they have really good chemistry. They play well together. And they're very, very. I don't want to play. I won't want to play them. The thing that's stuck in my head as well. Any after the games, when Leicester play, any of the coaches or the other players have played against them. A lot of times this year, they have said like that. It's a, it's very frustrating playing against Leicester. Yeah. I've heard that like by so many coaches and players yeah. watching interviews. And that's a huge compliment. That's like yeah. if, if you're that frustrated against. <laughs> yeah. the team, they're doing something right, you know. See, like you're saying, if you look at that team, every single player in their team is a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they all have something to prove. They all have. They've all been passed over by another team that they're like, "Ah, oh, you're you're not exactly." And I think that's small, a very dangerous too... team to play against. Yeah. And the coach has just found a way of making them just play one game at a time. He's, this, taking, he's taking the pressure off them. He's, as he said, he's yeah. said he's looking for European <laughs> football. Um, like, there's no doubt in every one of their minds. They're like, "Oh my God, we can win the league here." Yeah, absolutely. They're thinking that. The, the big thing was, is if they win the league, then are they going to invest to keep that squad, or is Barcelona going to take Mares, or is somebody going to take Vardy, and then all yeah. of a sudden they have a League One team in the Champions League? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody's been picked clean, and yep. it's so. yeah. Well, and then that goes to the 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 higher ups at Leicester, who's going to go? Okay, what do we need to do to keep these people here? Do they have the budget to be able to do so? That's well, when so, you get, so when you get Champions League money, and then you have a little bit to someone and someone high up there made some very good decisions it looks like now because every day in January I was waiting for somebody to leave from the show sure, yeah oh yeah and, and they got through January with, with the same squad and brought I think they actually brought in one or two so it feels like that team has a buy-in too not only the chip on your shoulder but they're like they're there to were you wanting water he's coming oh no that's right there yeah they, they put it over there for you you're good <laughs> you're good there we're you right go. you already Sorry, you got extra here's extra you got extra you were never doing much over there, so yes. Yeah, I think so. They're, they're getting, he's getting some more Guinness. Yeah, we're good. Um, all right, so <clears throat> so we know so we know club wise. So player wise, growing up, who is somebody? Oh, Gerard. That, well, yeah, Gerard got that. That's right. Gerard, right? Anybody else that, that maybe you emulated your play style after, or just somebody that you? You grow up, you're like, I have to watch this person play. No, uh, again, yeah, I was, because obviously Newcastle were terrible, so, <laughs> <laughs> as Nicky's clearly pointed out. Uh, yeah, so I end up. You got Rafa now, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. I end up, yeah, like, just like in, just uh, following some players, obviously, Gerard, I, lo I love Gerard, the way he played, got after Roy Keane, obviously, right. being Irish, very similar to Gerard as well. Um, no, I actually no watch football. I actually like watching the Brazilian boy for PSG, uh, Silva, the centre back. I think he's, he's I think he's got everything. He can play. He's tough. Um, 
Uh, I think he's for me. Yeah, he's so the best in the world. He's the best in the world right now. I think center halfways. The boys, well, Benucci at uh, Juventus, I think is very yeah. good. But just uh, oh, Oreri, I like I like Zidane. Um, I mean, there was yeah. some great, there was some great yeah. players. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we were very fortunate. <clears throat> well, another big difference of being at home is soccer's on constantly yes. every day, kind of like yeah. it is here now, but. When I right. first came but out that's here, new for us. That's when I first came came yeah, you grew States. up with that. That's yeah. new for us. <laughs> when I came to the States in 2005, there was a one-hour highlight show yep. every yep. week. Yep. And I missed that class every week because I stayed in to watch the games, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> but um, now it's on all the time. And I think the kids that want to play soccer are watching all the time. And that's how you become good because you start to yep. understand the game better. Like I, We both played with a guy that's an MLS right now. I won't name him. Lamar Nagel. <laughs> <laughs> he... Uh, he played soccer for fun, but watched basketball. He didn't sure. care for watching soccer. Like, and I always say to him, "You'll learn so much by just watching it." And he totally disagrees. It's, it's with weird me. that you say that too, because yeah. one of the weird, one of the things that we last have season, last we, season, almost everybody we talked to was like, "I don't watch." Last two, I don't I mean, watch almost every player watch that we talked to was just like, "I don't ever, I don't watch soccer." Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's your employer. Dude. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm just gonna do that. But yeah, no, um, we we we. You hear that? <laughs> You can take some lessons. <laughs> Listen to the truth. I think some of us. You can actually learn something if you watch it. You know? and it's, like we could understand part of it where it's just like it's been their lives for so long that they're just like, once I play, once I'm in the game, I'm done. I'll go watch basketball or baseball or no, whatever. I can, I can understand why Americans are like that because, like I said, there's so much. These weren't Americans, by the way. Hmm? They weren't were Americans. Americans. I got nothing. <laughs> but for us, we were very fortunate. We grew up when Man United dominated yeah. that team that we grew up into. Like, my dad was a Celtic, Man U, Real Madrid fan. So that's kind of where I fell into. Sure. Um, you had gigs, you had Cantona, you had yep. Scholes, you had everything, you know. And, and that was, for me, that was just how football was meant to be played. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and it, I don't know, I think it, it just, you grew up expecting that that's how everything is so when you look right. at a Man United team now you think something's not right there or, or whatever well, you, 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 you like you sit and you you hope for something to happen and they they didn't make really any moves in January so you're like okay so maybe they're trying to get this core group but like you said earlier there's a different lineup every time because Van Gogh has no idea what he's doing he's I just throw, so. he's throwing stuff at a wall and hoping it sticks yes. and when it does he'll change maybe one or two players but still there's still all that stuff that's I, I think the biggest problem at United now was they've changed their style. They've had they always had an exciting. They're defensive. They're defensive now, and United's yeah. not a defensive team. Yeah, yes, and playing that's more like Chelsea. Yeah. That's why a lot of the fans are unhappy. I seen a thing the other night after <laughs> wasn't the game Manchester played just it was the weekend or something. Like that. Whatever the last game was, the Liverpool game. Yeah, and it was um, uh, Steve McManaman. Rio Ferdinand, Paul Scores were in the studio, and it's 30 minutes, they were trying to talk about how Liverpool had done well, but it turned into how Man U played bad, and Rio Ferdinand was just like, I can't believe what I'm seeing right now, but Scores, out of nowhere, just started ripping into everyone, and was like, I mean, Lana's running around, why did somebody not just go and smash him? That's what we used to do yeah. if somebody was playing well, and <laughs> just really, really simple things, but he's like, we used to have two wingers, we used to have two flying fullbacks, we used to have two good forwards, two strong, he's like, we just don't have it. It's like, not I there don't anymore. Know what we're well, trying to okay. do right now. But I think that's a microcosm of, of if you look at the whole EPL in general, 
it's off. It's it's weird. The, I don't know if it's a talent thing. I don't know what it, what's going on. But the quality of football in general, Chelsea is for not half the, the year was almost like relegated. It's not basically. the same. Like if you if you watch some of the top teams in other leagues and you play, and then you watch a game in the EPL, you go, it just looks sloppy. I don't know what 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 do you think the difference is now? It's it's definitely different. Well, it's a lower kind of class. What I see there, like Real Madrid goes plays Levante or something. Yeah, like yeah. Levante go. Shit, we're going to park the bus here and see if we can <laughs> yeah. get a draw. Yeah. And Real Madrid are let's, so good. Let's not get it. six. Let's not be, get beat six nil. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, whereas Leicester come out against Chelsea, away and go. All right, we're going to go high press them. Yeah. And who knows what will happen? And they, then they score a goal early, and all of a sudden Chelsea's going. Right, what are you doing <laughs> yeah. here? And we can't yeah. be beat by I these guys. Think, I think for me, the the Premier League's the best league in the world because bottom can beat top in any given day. Yeah. At the end of the season, the relegation battles. The most exciting but you don't think it's off this year. You don't think it's a little off this year. Like, and I don't just mean because Leicester's up top. I just mean in general, it just feels the play just feels off. Maybe I think it's know? just I don't it's a different style. Yeah, I don't see a Premier League team winning the Champions League for okay. for, for quite some time. I think. Okay. I think they're way off the top three or four clubs. Any of the Premier leagues. But sure. I think they don't play the Champions League because if you look at Real Madrid, they have ten easy yeah. games in a row. They maybe get beat off of Barcelona. Maybe yep. or whatever, and, and then they go play Champions yeah. League. So yeah. they're pretty fresh, right? The Premier League teams are getting battered <laughs> Just, twice right. a week. Yeah, yeah. And then they go play Real Madrid, and they're like, "Shit, we get battered again." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. my opinion. I think. Like, go, where's the, where's the time to rest for a top? Most most three leagues teams in the world. Like Germany does a, a winter break. Winter break. Yeah. yeah. Um, Spain does it a little yeah. bit. England don't do it. You know. I know but, they've been talking about the idea of having a winter break, but some like obviously TV. TV kind of rules everything. Listen, at home it's amazing because you have a game every day all the way through <laughs> Christmas and New Year, so it's phenomenal. Well, it's because you have like five divisions to watch. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, Arsenal, if you go, like, Arsenal just played uh, Barca. Yep. And for me, Arsenal are probably one of the best passing sides in the Premier League. Yeah, they tomorrow? Maybe. Or is it Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. Wednesday. But, the I second mean, league. Yeah, the second night. And but I mean it was a lesson in football the way Barca yeah. kept the ball. And that's against probably the best passing team in England. So for do. me there's for me there is I agree with Nicky the, the Premier League is grueling. The season's long and tough, uh, with no break, uh, and I, it doesn't help them coming into midweek fixtures in Champions League, but right. I still think the quality level from the top three or four, Barca Madrid, uh, Munich but, and yeah. PSG, yeah. right now are probably the big four and I think I think I need to point things are a little bit off that. Yeah. I agree. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, too, where it's it's um, it's exciting to see a, a lower team succeed. But I agree with you for probably a good five years. There isn't going to be an English team that gets even close to a the Champions League only, the final. Only way we can, the only way we can... Uh, Ronaldo's going back. You can have him. I'm just kidding. The only, <laughs> <laughs> the only way we can be, make, make sure we're sure about this topic is yeah. maybe get one of the Premier League teams over in the summer and yeah. we'll play in the right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, Arsenal's going to be here for the MLS game. Yeah. Get them over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> play them. I don't You're care. Like, you know what? Let's chop up the NASL season. Have them come and play like a yeah, summer. Getting Arsenal friendly though is one of the things I look forward to the most during the season. Yeah. It's a game that really does. Are you guys having one this year? Do you know? There's been a few. Let's talk about the Last year it was Morelia. Uh, from um, the, a Mexico side that came in. I think it's a lot easier to bring a Mexican team up than it is to bring one of the, the Premier League teams over. But yeah. I think the um, the 
for from a ticket sales standpoint, especially with the Hispanic community in Indianapolis, it's much better to get a Mexican team or a Spanish team to come over just because of that draw to the stadium. And, uh, you know, kind of harking back to what we talked about earlier, too, when you guys came, you guys have both played here before, correct? Yep. What's the – is was that one of the – the pulling factors too when you were when you were like hey you're gonna go to Indy and you're like oh sweet I get to play now I get actually play in front of that home crowd versus uh, having to be screamed at the entire time by ten thousand people <laughs> we got I mean, some really was, good chants too oh, for you yeah we have actually, there's a new chant with with your name in it by the way I like that I like that <laughs> not happy about us <laughs> we didn't say it was follow, good we can change it to follow us <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, we just Hollywood couple that? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yep. They're a Hollywood couple now. You heard right? it here first. Falverson. <laughs> oh Joining us on Thursday. Falverson. Boom. Done. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I, I, look, we know, I enjoyed coming here last year. Um, this is a good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to having them on my side. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> right. And hopefully... Hopefully, we give him something to cheer about. As I said, I go yeah. back to this now. I think it's time that we start producing some results. Um, you know, the club is three years old now, so it's got to show something. Right. I want to go back to the uh, what sports. What other sports do you guys like to watch? Like, what are your other than soccer? I like watching the majors at golf for the most part, uh, any of the British tournaments. Uh, the majors at tennis as well. Follow Andy Murray is a little bit. Um, I like watching the playoffs and almost anything, really. I mean, you can watch an NBA game and then you can watch the playoffs. It's like watching two different things. Yeah, absolutely. Even getting hockey a little bit this year. So what about this week? So this week is a big week here in the United States, obviously, March Madness. This is, for me... <laughs> I'll be doing my bracket, don't you worry. Yeah, okay. See, so what's funny is... We could do a permanent relegation bracket where we get some players and fans and thing stuff. Is Colin, usually you get money back for the worst bracket, so he <laughs> makes it the worst bracket every year on purpose just to get his money back. <laughs> One year it's going to pay off. I knew it would Colin uh, picks this team's based off if he likes the mascot or not. <laughs> that mascot's pretty... That mascot would definitely kill it's that other warmest mascot. weather. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but no, this is... This is obviously a huge week here. Um, it's and on Thursday you figure so we got St. Patrick's Day, which is so funny that you know obviously. So how is this Thursday? Yes, yeah. it's this. Oh, I know. I, <laughs> I know, right? Okay. His, yeah, his, his wedding anniversary too. That's my wedding anniversary. You got married on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I mean, was, you come from Larkin family, Murphy, McMinnis, right? And ball side, we're all like, it, it's really ball funny. Side. Yeah, the ball. Yeah, the ball, which is like English. Yeah. yeah, you got three kids from the I ball did. side. We did. <laughs> yeah. Sure did. Yeah. yeah. No. So no, it was like it made sense at that point. It was like, when are we gonna do it? And then plus, I can never forget it. I will never get in trouble for forgetting my anniversary. Yeah, that's, that's genius. Best part about his wedding. This is a side tangent about Chris's wedding. Oh man. Because we went down. Uh, have you guys been to Broad Ripple at all yet? Here in Indy. Either eating or anything. Okay, so Broad Ripple's kind like of the. That. Broad Ripple's kind of like the party street of Indianapolis, I guess, where a lot of bars are just kind of lined up. Uh, big St. Patrick's Day um, goings on at in, in Broad Ripple. So him and his wife... I feel like he's trying to get us in trouble here. No, no, no. No, no. no. That's just a story about that. Him and his wife were, uh, were getting pictures down there because there's a lot of beautiful scenery and very old... Uh, and some graffiti. My yeah. wife really wanted some stuff with yeah. like graffiti. No joke. Like, yeah. really, because there's some... 
good taggers down there. Tags. She's like, I want photos in front of this. <laughs> okay, sounds good. So here's this wedding party, all in tuxes, while everybody's out with their green hats and like giant oversized green shirt. And, and side side, we went to Butler because she played all four years goalkeeper at Butler. So you guys will be playing Butler. She's a keeper. Today. Oh yeah, yeah, she's a keeper. That's what I said. She's a keeper. Funny, so she's out there in her dress. She's out there in her dress, and they're peppering balls at her. All she's in her dress, and so like, so you take action shots, and I'm like. I love this. So anyway, he, he he rents a party bus for the bridal the bridal party and the groom's party. We're down we're down in Broad Ripple, basically yeah. going like the groomsman while he's getting taken pictures taken with his wife. We're going in, we're going into random bars taking shots with people. I'm looking. I'm like, where do my guys go? I look across the street. They're all in the bar. Hey! I'm like, oh, like this guy's getting married today. So so yeah. So this week, so started there, and then that's the start of the tournament. So I mean, you have like here locally, you're gonna have Indiana. You're going to have Butler and you're going to Purdue all playing on the same day, back to back to back on St. Patrick's Day. If there's a day to get yeah, out. We're in preseason and we have a game on Saturday. So that's oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, but man. you got the, the game. On, you have a game on Wednesday. And then you come back, so right? So you might have a day break on Thursday. Aren't you coming back on Thursday? Come back again at like 2 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> it's not falling on a good day for us. <laughs> Well, you guys are playing in Evansville on Wednesday. Can you imagine asking my wife, hey, by the way, on Thursday, I'm going to... Uh, Maybe you can find it. I'm going to go to Chatham and watch the games. Or, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, we're going to head over to Murphy's. Murphy, I think we're going to head over to Murphy's. Unfortunately, Paddy's Day always falls. Uh, Random time. It's one of my favorite days of the, the year. I've of definitely enjoyed it in years past, but we'll make up for it when we win. What do you guys think of the, season. Of the Americanized yeah. version of St. Patrick's Day? Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. That's <laughs> right. When I first came off to the States, I, I, I still can't believe how, how big it is over here. Like it's, yeah. My first one was in Vegas. That's where I went to school. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, you went like to Five week. days in a row. I was, I was <laughs> going on. I had my Celtics on for five days. <laughs> I need time to watch Coach, this I thing. Coach, I won't be in tomorrow. <laughs> it's just another weekend for us back home. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. It's very true. It's very true. So, what the, you, other, the other thing is, obviously... Here, a lot of people like uh, there was stuff happening downtown this past weekend, yeah. and now there's stuff happening right to, on the 19th. Yeah, yep. so they celebrate different weekends here. Yeah, but uh, at home, it's, yeah, at home, it's on the date, and that's it. Like, yeah, the day's yeah. over, and then it doesn't like, matter if it's, it's, it's Patrick's Day, and they'll be like, it's tomorrow. Yeah, that's <laughs> how they would answer it. It's yeah. because the U.S. Finds a way on anything that's good to make money off of it. Halloween is a week long affair. Yes, like after the bars are Christmas is like three months. Christmas is three months. Christmas is three months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's birthday it lasts forever. <laughs> right, dude, just accept that. <laughs> shake your hand. Go yes. Accept yes. that and move on. <laughs> right. Uh, we got a Twitter, uh, uh, a Twitter mention. Um, someone says, from a meek Christian. Oh my God! Sarah, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying to find the right trash talk, but in all seriousness, hey, class acts for both these guys. Uh, barely. <laughs> he does. Well, he's actually I know. About he, yeah, he's yeah. actually talking nice about you guys. He did. He goes a class act for both. Christian's of you. actually hosted this show a couple of times. Oh yeah. He yeah. he was sick really really bad yeah. one time. Had like really bad food poisoning or something. Yeah. And I call Christian up and come sit have the, have the show with us yep, he's been on the show more than anybody Christian, almost the same thing like when we were in charleston he was in rochester yeah, yeah. and we usually beat them but because <laughs> christian was in goal right he done uh <laughs> not, honestly in rochester he was he was going all the year he had a phenomenal season yeah. Like one of our years oh, in yeah he did like eight shutouts in a row or something and he was going of the year and so kind of that respect was there from from there and when i first signed here he was one of the first guys uh, Asked from Bush that I live, and yeah. does he that? And 
very good guy. And he didn't, t- he didn't tell you Whitestown, did he? Or Brownsburg? Yeah, he was like, you should live <laughs> over there. And I was like, that's like 40 minutes from anything. <laughs> right. Uh, it's where he lived. So I know. Like, what do you like, do? Dude, just live in Carmel or Fishers or something. You ever yeah. seen a, uh, you ever seen like a 6'5 German guy get out of like a Honda Civic? <laughs> it's like the funniest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> they go tiny Honda Civic. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like what it was like. Hey! Oh. <laughs> right. That was always pretty yes, funny, though. It was. It was always, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I, I drive a Honda car because the, it's the official sponsor, but then it's like the smallest car you can possibly find. I'm like, oh, he's going to be rolling in like a truck or something. No, that's yeah. him yep. in a 1984 Yugo. It's right there. <laughs> Just opt out of a Yugo. Right. Exactly. That'll, that'll be an interesting game. A couple of games when they come to when Minnesota comes to Indy, uh, especially with like, – he's he was basically the, the – Nikki of Ottawa, where you got, you were the the first signing over there, and he was the first signing here, so he's like the face of the team for a while. So it's going to be it'll be an interesting um, reaction to him coming back over here. So, but a class act too. He, Christian's a class act. Good guy. Okay. So good guy. I, we don't want to keep you guys forever because I know you guys got a you got a trip and all that. So um, that's tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, it is tomorrow. I know. No, it's funny is as I'm heading to Evansville tomorrow as well, like actually for work. And I got to cut over to Louisville, so woo. Not right, to make guys. your heads bigger, but we moved the show for you guys. We did. We moved you guys. You're gonna leave you. tomorrow. You guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, so okay. All right. So what do you? We'll see if you ever ask us back on. No, we <laughs> will. We'll see if you ever want to come back. Right, right, yeah, let's flip that around. I think yeah, it'll yeah, be we'll if you, you ever want, want to come back. Twitter's on. Be like, hey, well, they want you back. You're like, no, I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. I got a kid. I, my kid's sick. Yeah, exactly. So, and obviously, yeah, you need to get home before uh, before your wife starts uh, beating well, you. You'll be so. in bed by the time I get back. So. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> Planned out correctly. You better be. <laughs> so, so, what do you expect from the fans this year? What do you want to see from us? So we know. You guys have already mentioned it. It's funny. You came out like aggressively yeah. saying, no, we have to produce. We have to do, and we we get w- that. And we desperately want you to produce. Yes, I, I, but can what I do you be very honest? This? I yeah. think it is very one way. We have to produce now. Um, I don't think you can. I mean, it's easy to say you, the fans should be support Because essentially they're supporters, right? So they should be supporting yeah. no matter what. But Which I think, we do. I think after a couple of years of not the most success, it's about time that, that things turn around and, and uh, f- for me, whenever I've been here, it's always been a phenomenal atmosphere. And I think a few wins, it's only going to get even better. And then people can start to be proud to be ND fans. And, and and then we can go from there. But I think first and foremost, it's all about producing on the park, first of all. Um, the thing is, I would hopefully it's not going to be a slow start, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was because of so many right. turnovers. So what I would say is, um, you know, patience. Uh, yeah, a little bit of patience, but... Definitely, we're well aware that we need to produce something to give you guys, um, give give you guys something back, you know. So yeah, I think uh, we are. We, we we're here. We didn't, honestly, none of us would have came. There, especially new guys or the guys who've restayed. No one would be here just for the sake of it. Everyone wants to win. It's the bottom line. That's it. And I actually, I do do believe coming here, I can win the championship. So. That's, that's what we're going to try well, That's to do. what Ursal thinks. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, we played together for four years. We won a championship, we lost a championship game, and we lost in two semifinals. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say we're guaranteed anything, playoffs. <laughs> anything, anything that's that's not like fourth round is a failure. Oh, that's fantastic. 
we, so, might, we might as well throw in the Open Cup as well. So, yeah. <laughs> Nicky, scores, Nicky scores in every round of the Open Cup. You need to check this out. Yeah. I think how many years is it now? At five years in a row and scored in the Open Cup, which was a modern record. But then obviously I went to Ottawa, so I'm hoping they give me this year as like a rebuttal. Yeah. So, yeah, so they're basically saying that Ottawa... The Ottawa's are the asterisk in your in your open cup yeah, I mean, uh, scoring more of a gap year, <laughs> as opposed to uh, let's just call it an injury year. <laughs> it was an injury year. Exactly. I'm saving myself for this year. <laughs> hey, hey, whatever. It's just like a kinked hose. But no, I mean, going back to what you what you just said there, the thing is, we could be we could essentially be five and zero at one yeah. point, right? Just for right. touch wood, but. You yeah. can come up against the team that's bought in the league and lose. That's the type of league that this the league NSL is. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Anybody can beat any anybody in any given day. It's the Americans' version of the Premier League, you could call it. You know, and there could be a Leicester City this year. It may as well be Indy. You know. Yeah, I I agree. I think why not? I like that. Yes. The the biggest I'll thing. Be 40. <laughs> <laughs> you got I'll the, the big C. You got you got I'll the, the big Z. Robert Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> I think the big thing that uh, a lot of people are surprised about, especially that are are used to it, <laughs> I can't. I'm to push right through it. I can't. Right. We're trying to be professional here. We just can't push through that. Right? Some, some lads are bigger than others. <laughs> Your mom's been telling stories about me again. Huh? Oh. <laughs> it took a second. I was like, he didn't just say that, did he? That's a Braveheart joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, the uh, as long as you keep making Braveheart jokes to the Irish guy, I know this is really it's okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the Irish uh, were desperate to be friends with the Scottish. If you ever watched Braveheart, the, I- the Irish was yeah. the crazy one in Braveheart. Right? Yes. You know, Braveheart was actually shot in Ireland. Well, it makes sense. I, I knew that. Well, most a lot of it anyway, but yeah. But yeah, the craziest guy in Braveheart, yeah. Irish. It's Ooh. my island. It's my, it's my <laughs> island. So didn't the big fill upstairs send me to watch your back? That really crazy laugh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, do you know, that was one of the first things that I ever experienced when I came to the States. And obviously 2005 seems like 50 years ago now. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, People it feels were like, like 50 years ago. Where's, where's your kilt? Or like... like do you, do, you, do you know anyone that was in Braveheart? Is that kind of what your house is like? Do you guys have cars over there? Like, like <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> is there pots of gold you at know, the end of the rainbow? Actually, oh yeah. <laughs> still one of my favorite actors of all time is Ewan McGregor. Honestly. You I, see, I take it you've seen Trainspot in there. Yeah, but actually, he had a really, really good uh, documentary they did where it was him and uh, his best friend where they took BMW bikes. They rode from Scotland states. all the way down oh, to South yeah, Africa. Yeah, from oh, yeah, they did yeah. the States, but they did all the way down to South oh, Africa. Oh yeah, that's I've that's seen it. I was... That was good. I mean, it's just, could you see him kind of a normal route, but starting in Scotland, you go, ah, man, that's, yeah, it's yeah, great. I watched the Beckham thing that he'd done, something similar in yep. different continents. Yep. It was good. So, I, I do want to ask you, are either one of you fight fans? Any of you watch MMA? All right, so. I, I was at, the, not the one just gone, I was at the last McGregor fight. Okay. The, so, the one he, the one he beat. Uh, Aldo in like seven Aldo? seconds? Yes. Talking, you were there, really? Seconds okay. There. We're MMA guys, so Huge. we can talk about this. This is actually how we started the show was <laughs> MMA, so. Okay. There's a fighter named Chris Lytle who's been on the show. He's a UFC fighter, but he's from Indy. Okay. With 170. I'm not fighting him. No, no. <laughs> That's your next question. No, no. I mean, it actually I, depends, how much, depends how much money is involved, actually. You guys MMA guys or boxing or both? Or? Yeah, no. Well, I'm, like I'm, a, a, I'm a boxing guy. Right. I'm boxing in MMA. I, mean, I grew up, obviously, loving loving boxing. I think yeah. boxing was huge. But yeah. UFC, you can see slowly just... Yeah. Well, it's not slowly. It's, it's rapidly, become more... It's become more mainstream. It's popular yeah. and it's... I think a lot as well. The big car again, big characters in boxing have yep. kind of gone out of it. 
Yeah, it's not, really there's not there's right. not really massive fight. You get excited in boxing. Except for Triple G. I still love watching. I want to see Triple G go in with his hands down because he's an idiot just because he thinks he could just run up on anybody. Triple G right now is like the fight I want to see constantly. He's that fighter. And for me, McGregor, so three years ago, this is – you can hold on to this. No, no. Because it's – because let's put it this way. It's – yes. Yes. yes, because it's St. Patrick's Day, because it's my anniversary week, plus it's... <laughs> you got water in there, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you're good. Cluder's gone. Yeah. So Anyways. Just bring, yeah. the, just bring the ball over. Right? Once I do one, it's over. You're going to hit your lips. It's, it's <laughs> done. <laughs> Might as well just keep going. Just so you make a quick text yeah. to the coach to say we'll be back on the <laughs> Right. This is going to be a long St. Patrick's Day. Um... <laughs> Hank, Hank, so, Coach Hank's never going to come on the show now. So how big, honestly, obviously we hear, so when McGregor came in, it, it, honestly, it followed him before he came in the UFC, but he talked big as soon as he got in, and it's funny to see the switch. Dana White immediately was, this kid needs to fight. First, because he blew his knee. He blew his knee out, and it was like, well, he needs to fight, and, and, and then we could start talking about because he was already talking about selling out football stadiums over in Ireland, and I could do this, and I could do that. Then he came in, and it, it's been this weird whirlwind where every fight you go, okay, maybe he hasn't necessarily fought top in talent yet. Maybe he hasn't. It's been big here, and it's really caught on. But how big actually has it been back home? You like, yeah, maybe bigger. Yeah, I think honestly, until he came and got, until he started getting some wins and right. stuff like that, uh, nobody in Ireland watched or back home even watched uh, UFC. No, no. Yeah, it was like what? No, yeah, that's you, terrible. That's sports stupid. Yeah. yeah. Right. But yeah. when he came in, now it's huge. Like, there's, there's every bar is like charging like covers to get in. Like, <laughs> yeah. just so these yeah. like fights now, it's yeah. it's massive. He's he's put it on the map. To be honest, I honestly yeah. think he's the smartest guy in the whole company because yeah. he knew that it was on the rise. He knew that he was essentially the only guy, and not the only guy in Britain, but one of the top talents. Yeah. And you can see it by the way he dresses, the cars he drives. He's, yeah. He's got voice. Yeah. He knows no matter if he's good or bad, every single person in Ireland will love him. Yeah, boxing is boxing is huge in Ireland. Like everyone's right. brought up like right. uh, everyone's brought up like you, you actually do a lot of people are brought up like doing it. It's actually great training as well. Sure. Um, but it's it's so big there, but as I said, it's kind of tapered off now because there's no not many really big fights anymore. Right. Big name fights. And I think McGregor knew that. And he jumped on it on US, UFC and he's, he said, I can actually, like, I can actually, uh, put it this way, it's like Paddy's Day every time he fights. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he made a million dollars off of a, a non title fight in something that's not even his weight class. And I think he blew, he blew the last fight, in my opinion. Yeah. I kind of wish he, I kind of well, wish he had going, He's going up against a guy who could take punches like I think nobody's he took business. too big a risk there. And, yeah, and too big, too, I saw this as a loose didn't want to let There's no winning. Yeah. Yeah. No, I give him credit. He, 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 he jumped in the he jumped in the ring. He wasn't backing down from there. Yeah, if, if it was anybody other than the first round. if yeah. it was anybody other than a Diaz, right, he would have been fine. Yeah, but, but Diaz but, has just come at you and they Diaz take punches the, and punch. He's just and punch. a bum that's been punched a million times. That really his face was bashed up, but he wasn't beaten. No. Well, he's also one of those guys who's been. He's been in. He's been in born and raised in the fight in the in the fight game, and he knows how to. He's that Anderson Silva guy who where he knows how to roll with punches. 
So as the guy's punching him, yeah, it's gonna, more it's, more it's, it's gonna it's gonna yeah. bust him yeah. up a little bit, but it's not gonna have that impact. But also, I don't think yeah, Connor had the same impact at 170 that he does at 145. Yeah. Right? Once he him off in round one, would they not do anybody in his own weight class? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. when you're going up yeah. against a guy who's 170 and his well, 185, he's 185. Listening to him do his interviews afterwards, oh, about, yeah. uh, he was very humble. Yeah, he was very, oh, very good. I was, I was curious. I was curious to see how yeah. he was going to go with it. Like if he's going to make an excuse me, or anything like that. Tim, he just said no. His we'll, next fight's going to be the biggest fight in his career. Well, yeah. He said they're going to make him or break him at that point. I, I just, I'm tired of seeing this non-Frankie Edgar fight. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I want to see Frankie Edgar. I'm even bored with Eldo because he just doesn't bring it to the table for me. Nah, it's see, but see, we're big old WEC guys, and Jose Aldo. Seeing all the battles that weren't even battles because he just made people look like chumps forever, kind of the way Connor has coming up. I honestly seeing that fight with Connor McGregor was like the weirdest thing. It was like a shock and awe for me because that was like ten years of watching this guy just dominate and kind of go. It's like the first time watching Weidman take out Anderson Silva, and I was like, "This is fake." Like, no, now he didn't get knocked out, man. I've seen him do this a hundred times. Like, this isn't real. And then now all the way to Bisbing just this past. But listening to his interviews after thing, I think, yeah. I think he. Wish he could have the fight back over because I think he done he done some even, things. Even I done all his flying spin kicks and all that stuff. Yeah, I think. Right. right. Yeah, I think he walked he, into the ring. We say yeah. that he's too confident. Yep. Yeah. Me, him, and the big Z were watching it together. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> found a little Z. spot in Arizona because we, I mean, the whole team wanted to see it, but we were like, we're not missing this. This just right. doesn't happen. Sure. Yeah. We actually drove thirty minutes. Although the big Z wore an American flag on his t-shirt which we say why would, he say, like, why would he do that we think he hexed him we asked what we said the big z killed like Eamon's a huge conor mcgregor guy apparently from his twitter account where he's no, just like is. well then why would you wear an american flag a this shot. maybe wear it at any show when he's on <laughs> conor mcgregor's gonna show up at his door that's how i mean that's one of those things though where every one of his fights you well, can talk shit all at once, but see when it comes to fight day, yeah. you do what we do, and you. I, I said it. If you watch him before before the Aldo fight, when he was coming out, business. he was business. Yeah, you yeah. could see on his face because he knew he didn't. He, he, he couldn't lose. Yeah, he couldn't lose after everything happened, right? And when he was coming out for the Diaz fight, he was smiling at the camera, and like, he was more worried about the paycheck, more, though. So I'm just a million think, dollars and make you way, feel a little different yeah, about that. <laughs> in my opinion, he'd balls because. He didn't want to let down his, his followers who yeah. paid money to go to Vegas, sure. paid for hotel rooms that they would never have got back, right? Yeah. Even if the fight was rescheduled. Well, yeah. He made a good vacation out of it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Right. It's Vegas still. Come on. He, he didn't want to let those guys right. down, and he took a big gamble fighting a guy that's got a big reputation, and it didn't pay yeah. off. But, People yeah. forget as well, he came up the way in three months. Three months. I'm sure you've all yeah. seen the pictures. Yeah. Of, yeah. Of, oh, yeah. Like him at one we know, we know all too well about the whole weight. 145, he looks sick. Yeah, he looks drawn out. He needs to be a 155 guy, honestly. Um, but this goes. This goes. Here's a question, though. right? See if that. See if they decided to have a rematch. Him and Diaz. No, six months time. No, they did. No, Diaz. They already asked him if he wanted a rematch, and Connor said no. Yeah. No, like, see, I, I know they won't happen. Okay. But what I'm asking you is, if, if he did, yeah. I think. I think it doesn't. I think it's, it's the same result, even worse for Connor. I think because Nate Diaz is a is a extreme. It's planner. a bad matchup. Nate it's Diaz was doing tequila shots when he got the phone call from saying, "Hey, do yeah, you want to fight beach. somebody?" Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll fight Conor McGregor. I, I agree with Nicky. You know, I'd like to see him fight him in training for him, him. Train for, training for, yeah. for Nate. Because I it's think it. he wouldn't go out, as, and I yeah. think he's quick enough that it could cause him a lot of yeah. trouble. I think there was I enough in the fight. Him. 
yeah, I think there was enough in the fight to show that he could he could yeah. cause him trouble. I think so, he could outpoint him. I don't think he could win that one seventy belt though. I think Robbie Lawler, like guys like Robbie Lawler or Roy McDonald would just destroy. Robbie him. Lawler. But that's the thing. See, yeah. if he had a one, he probably could have had a, even more of a beat down yeah. the road. So yeah, maybe it's a good thing for him. Now he's on the map even sure. more. He took a big gamble. He, if he yeah. wins his next fight impressively. Yeah, then he's back again. But you know? it's like, man, but but you got to start thinking of that that instant strain now. It's like, okay, we need to get you back on before UFC 200. Like, you can't have a UFC 200 without Conor McGregor on that card. Right? You can't so, have an event without him on it at this point. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm being yeah, Like, right. he is the draw. Right. right. Once once Rousey lost, you lost a bunch of money there, and then you go back to having the these UFC had a nightmare. They right did. There. Yes, it's Holly Holm and Hummel. Yes, it was the worst possible result. Oh, Dana White, Dana White, cried in his, oh, in his house God. for like weeks. Dude, so you guys heard, right? So if you were in Vegas and you put a hundred dollars on both Misha Tate Double. and yeah, Nate Diaz, no, 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 and then you put it on the Lakers to beat the Golden Lakers. State the next day, hundred dollars would have paid you thirty-two thousand yeah. dollars. I've seen somebody tweet a hundred bucks. The parlay, right? Like, oh, so. anyways. I'd five hundred on McGregor on the on the Aldo fight, so it was the quickest five hundred I've ever made. <laughs> nice. but, but he was a no. He came in as a favorite, though. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. just McGregor did. McGregor against Aldo. A favorite against Aldo. He came no. in as a favorite. In in Vegas, the odds were even money or choice. Oh, okay. So it was yeah, because for a while there, he was like a plus one hundred, I think. So he yes. was a little underdog for a little while there. Uh, and then evened out right when the fight night started. Right. Yeah, I done it like an hour before the fight. Okay. It was, it was... <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. All right. That makes more sense. All right. Let's. We're gonna. We're, yeah. We're, we'll do up. another hour of just MMA talk. Okay. I think. <laughs> no, but anyway, I host. Show, all, right? I, it is, no, no. This, no, this is even a soccer show. It's whatever. Show. I host all of them. So <laughs> I, I host every fight. So like, seventy-five and Shiva, everybody comes over. So our house just come over, drink. We just drink beer, watch fights. That's what we do. Nice. So two hundred yep. does. Yep. There you go. It's all right. There you go. You good? I'm good. All right, so let's let's do the formalities. Yeah. So if they want to follow you on social media, how do they get? How do they get a hold of you? How do people get a hold of you? You guys are pretty active, both of you. Yeah, it's, my Twitter's @follow_v32, uh, same as my Instagram. Yeah. So. Okay. Actually, he says follow me on IG. I was like, oh, that must be Instagram. <laughs> this dude's too hit for me. <laughs> hit me on the DM. Yeah. I've heard the big C's got an unbelievable Instagram account. Oh, yeah, yeah. you need to check that out. Okay. okay. You need to ask him about that. Um, and then for me, same, I'm, I'm the same name on everything. It's at Nicky Patterson 8. We're not going to tell Eamon that we, that we talked about him at all when he comes on the show. We won't tell him that either. <laughs> I don't even speak to him on a daily basis, but... Only on Twitter when he mentions right. you, right? Let's let's take oh, yeah. this. Let's take this, guys. Thanks for coming. Cheers, guys. Cheers. 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 Appreciate you guys. Woo. Anyway, follow us on at, uh, Twitter at PR Podcast Show at Cage Fear at Cibala. Glory, glory, Madrid. Hala Madrid. Glory, glory, Madrid.